This is Tom Fox, and welcome to the latest edition to the Compliance Podcast Network. After having recorded, produced, hosted, and guested in over 5,000 podcasts, I decided it was time to have a podcast about what else? Podcasting. Over the series, I will visit with podcast hosts to learn about their love of podcasting, what they have been able to achieve through podcasting, and why you need to consider starting a podcast. This series will be fun, witty, chatty, the dash of joie de vivre for both entertainment and education. I hope you will join me as I explore the world of podcasting. In this episode, I visit with Adam Adams. Adam has one of the most interesting journeys in podcasting, has made a ton of money, and gives insights on how you can use some of the strategies and tactics that he's employed as well. I know you'll enjoy it. This podcast is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network. Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox back with another episode. Today, I have with me Adam Adams. Adam, you could you tell us how long you've been in the podcasting arena? Yeah, so I started my podcast back in 2017, the beginning of 17. I got a meetup group in 2016 and a podcast that launched just a couple months later. And it was about real estate. So I do a little bit of real estate investing. I used to do a lot more. I was doing fix and flips and tax deeds and apartments and a few other random things, self-storage, mobile home parks. And so I thought I would launch a podcast on the subject that I was doing, which was real estate. And that would help me maybe find more deals, find more partners, more people that could sponsor loans, big loans, and people that wanted to invest alongside with us. So since the beginning of 2017 is when I started podcasting. So I tell every business person I meet, they need a podcast if they don't have one. And we, of course, have to acknowledge Go Blue because you're drinking out of a U of M mug. But it sounds like all of the reasons you've articulated are the reasons I tell people that every business needs a podcast. Is that a fair assessment from your perspective? Yeah, maybe not every business. If I were being honest, I would say that there's just a few people that don't really qualify for a podcast. And my opinion is, because I get a lot of people that come to me to try to help them do something with their podcast or launch a brand new podcast. And as I ask them questions, I find just a few people that I'm like, don't even don't hire me. Don't give me money, but also please don't give anyone else money because like you, your business model doesn't seem like podcast is the best strategy. And that's mainly for people whose business is really in a small geographical area. Like for example, if they were a local dentist or if they were a used car dealership in a certain place and that they don't sell to far off places or a real estate agent who only wanted to be the expert in this one city. For those people, I say, just do ads, just do ads in your local area. But anyone who can serve somebody in a bigger area, especially if you can serve people nationwide or worldwide, then you absolutely must. So a lot of attorneys, a lot of real estate investors, a lot of coaches, mentors, consultants would be perfect for a podcast. Let me see if I can persuade you otherwise, because I live in a rural area of West Texas, and we have started a rural podcast network for rural business owners to allow them to get their message of their 
services and products out to a rural market. For instance, we have a plumber, we have a financial investment advisor, we have a leadership consultant, we have the local museum, and we're, because the town is too small to have a television station, the radio has gone internet, so it's really not local. The newspaper comes out three days a week, and I've advertised on all of those media, and so I know what the costs are, and a podcast can be much more effective, but we're going to try and see if we can drive a local network without that anchor national or international show. So maybe at some point you and I can talk about a different business model. Yeah, maybe we sit down and figure out what that looks like. Because I got the idea at one of, I think it was Podcast Movement, I met a woman who, she was from Brooklyn, and she did a podcast network on businesses on her block, literally. Uh, It wasn't even Brooklyn. It was just her block. And she had seven and got local traction. So I think what it tells me is the medium has room for growth. There are obviously some business models that work better when you can have a very large anchor show. But I think because of the cost-effective nature of podcasting, you can do it in a way that perhaps would work in a a rural environment that doesn't have other media. But that's a topic for a different show. All right. Uh, What I will agree to is to (laughs) not be judgmental or whatever about that subject, because I think you got some good points. Cool. So tell us about how your podcast evolved into a business. Well, I had a real estate business and... I'm a part of some masterminds and absolutely recommend if the listener is hearing that term for the first or second time to consider it, to consider being a part of some mastermind. A mastermind would be a group of individuals. Usually you would pay to be part of that group. And in my case, it's $22,000 a year. And there's some that are way more and some that are less. But in my case, 22 grand. But I decided to pay that money. And I was trying to grow my real estate business. And then in 2019, there, I felt like there was going to be a crash by 2024. And so I said, I'm going to, I'm not going to close on any real estate deals right now, because within the next few years, I think that something bad's going to happen with the world global economy. So I decided to figure out a pivot. And in that mastermind group that I pay for, I just let people know that My heart isn't in real estate investing right now because I don't know how long it'll last. I don't know if there's going to be an issue and what else can I do to make income? And in 2019, they said, you've helped a lot of us with our podcasts. So why don't you launch a business where you just serve people? You're obviously passionate about it. And it didn't take a lot of of pressure for me to break, I ended up saying, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to do that. So I started a little company called my podcast. And soon after I bought a URL called growyourshow.com and decided to rebrand the company to grow your show. And that was 2019 slash 2020 when that ended up happening. Same year as I launched the podcast on podcasting. And uh, yeah, the rest is history, but that's how, that's exactly how I got started in doing it is my mastermind just said, this is what you're called for. And I think you're right. Let's do it. Let's talk about that passion because I have passion around podcasting as well. So I'm always interested to hear about other podcasters. What's the, where did that passion come from? I think 
it probably stemmed from results, to be honest. So I had already had a podcast in about real estate in 2017, 2018, 2019. So I was about three years into it. And it got ranked as a top 0.5% podcast. So 99.5% were smaller, had less listeners. And what I noticed about that podcast is it was fun. I had a lot of conversations. I made money because of it. I made money through advertisers, sponsors, not a lot, but a couple grand a month. And I made money through, through connecting with other people, passive investors for real estate deals, other active investors, the conversations that I would have, the things that I would learn from the other people that were also doing my business. And I ended up having one of my best years ever. So I went from netting in the 60-ish thousand dollar range in 2018 to netting $600,000 range that year. And it came from a couple of years of pushing a podcast, working on the podcast, learning and growing and connecting with other people and networking and just having the right people that to call when I needed something. And because of that, I was like blown away. I, of course, when you 10X your income, it doesn't matter what you go from. If you 10X, it's if it's 10 to 100, that's great. If it's 100 to a million, that's great. If it's a million to 10 million, it's great. If it's 60 to 600,000, that's great. And so I thought, I got to help other people do this. I got to support other people. People need to know about this. And so I really started focusing on it. So tell us about the consulting services you bring, because that's, you have production services, you have consulting services, you have marketing services. Could you tell us about the full panoply of services you offer in the podcasting realm? Yeah, sure. It would be so much easier with, with a, a background. What, what do they call those? A slideshow or something? It would be so much easier with a slide deck. But I'll go through, and the first and biggest thing that we do for clients is we call it Editing Plus. That's our little name brand for it, Editing Plus. And what that includes is we will, you will press record, and then once you're done recording, it goes to the cloud automatically, and then my team goes and downloads it. So you never even have to send it to us. We'll download it. We'll edit it. We'll publish it, we'll produce it, we'll cut out ums, us, and some other filler words or filler phrases. We will write your show notes for you. We also create promotional images. So a few promotional images and a promotional video that is part of the podcast and promotes that one episode. We'll also log into your social media and post on your social those the, the episode when it goes live. Additionally, we will connect with your guest so we send the email to your guest with all the promotional images, the promotional videos, and say, here's this so you can share it. We will do organic marketing by publishing it on social, publishing it on your website, and anything else that you can think of, all that hard stuff, audio engineering, taking the sound like your guest is too loud and you are too quiet, or you're too loud and they're too quiet. We'll equalize that so both people can be heard at the same level. If there's any problematic segment, like behind the scenes, somebody dropping, a dog barking, a high-pitched sound, we will go in and do our best to remove those or take them to a minimum. And then we will make sure that it's published on all of the platforms, Apple, Stitcher, iHeart, Amazon Alexa, and others. And that way, our client can get seen. 
And so what we call ourselves is the easy button for podcasters, but that's just one of our services. Okay. That's just the editing plus that's all the back office stuff. And it's cheap. It's affordable because my team's in the Philippines and they do a great job and we're not going to charge you 50 bucks an hour because we're, I'm only paying the team five or $6 an hour each. So we, we pass on that savings to the client. The second thing that we can talk about is just consulting where the only thing that we do is you set, schedule a call with me and ask me questions. I pour into you, show you how to monetize your podcast, how to get your sponsors, how to talk to your sponsors. We coach and mentor and practice and rehearse and role play, getting your sponsor, anything else that you're looking for. We listen, we, we listen to people that say, just for example, I just had a, one of these coaching calls last week that the guy kept saying the word, but he would say, I'm an expert, but this guy's really good too. Or he would say something else. I really like to go for a bike ride, but it's snowing. And we try to talk to him and coach him how to say, and instead of, but because the but negates everything in front, we talk about voice inflections. So for example, if you end on an upward voice inflection and you sound like a California cheerleader, then you get less authority, less credibility. So we talk a little bit about ending on a downward inflection and you're speaking, then you end like this. And that way it adds a lot more credibility, authority. Your listener can trust you, believe in you, support you because they can tell that you have confidence in what you're talking about. So those are some of the things we do for coaching and consulting. So there's just a couple packages, a one-time three-month or a 12-month agreement. Another thing that we will do is just the branding. So that is creating your website for your podcast. It is creating your logo, your audio, the intro, the outro, hiring a voiceover artist to record those. So it's professional hiring someone to create original theme music. Original theme music is different from music that you just buy music that uh, that there you can go through and get for eight bucks or whatever. There's so many people that are like, oh, no, I have all the rights to this. And so does a thousand other podcasters. And there's something called an audio brand, just like a Pepsi logo. You won't just say the Pepsi logo looks good. So I'm just going to use that as my logo. You would use your own logo because that's your brand. And the same thing with the audio brand, the brand that you hear, the Taco Bell's dong is enough for you to get salivating and wanting to have a burrito or whatever it is that you like at Taco Bell. But that is their audio brand. Nobody else uses it. So that's what we do with your music. Just make sure you have original theme music, your website, all of the stuff for your social that will go on your banner, your pictures, even virtual backgrounds so that you can put your logo or your podcast behind you while you're recording a video. So that's all the, the what is it even called? Dang it. It's a, your branding. And then the last one, let's see, is marketing. So this is one that not very many people do. There are actually, and I got to warn anyone listening who has a podcast, especially on LinkedIn, you got a lot of people that say, I can boost your rankings. I can get you more downloads. And what they're doing is they're getting a computer and they're just downloading an episode a whole bunch of times. And I'm about to give you a teaching lesson about this because it's quite important. All they do is download the episode lots and lots of times. So the problem is you get more downloads per user, unique downloads. So for example, you like 10 people downloading your podcast, 
10 unique listeners and you have 10,000 downloads. So everybody's listening to 10,000 episodes per day. All 10 of them are listening to a thousand a day. That just doesn't happen. There, nobody has that amount of time. And so there's algorithms built into the platforms of podcast players, like for example, Apple. And what ends up happening is when they see you get a whole bunch of downloads, but not enough listeners, they automatically, it's called a shadow ban. They basically block your podcast and they don't show it to anyone because they know that it's fake and they know that you're not getting real results. So don't hire those people who are like, I can get you more downloads because there's no point of download numbers without the listenership. So when we go and do paid marketing, paid ads on top of the organic ads that comes with the editing plus, we'll do Facebook ads, YouTube ads, Google ads. Sometimes we'll do LinkedIn ads, but they are expensive. <clears throat> Additionally, we'll do a private message campaign where someone in my team gets hired and trained and they go on their social media platform and they connect with your perfect avatar. So we decide, we decide who is your perfect avatar. We figure that person out. And when we market to them, we do paid ads to them and private messages individual on three different platforms. That's meetup, Facebook, and LinkedIn. And the team will connect with them in a normal way, not like a, here's a podcast, listen to it. Here's a podcast, listen to it. You're going to get flagged as spam. So we just connect with them and eventually let them know. So it takes a lot longer to go through all of that, but it's really effective to get five things. And here's that teaching lesson I mentioned. Here's the five things that you need, not just downloads. Number one is subscribers. So those downloads without the subscribers automatically looks bad. You need the subscribers. Second, you need the downloads. Third, you need listens. You need people to play. And I might add unique listens, unique listeners. But those people have to actually play the podcast. If, you, if they just download and don't play, it doesn't work for you. The fourth one is getting ratings and reviews. That basically is social proofing. On the fourth one, we'll talk about social proofing like with Amazon. The, one of the reasons why we like Amazon, of course, because we can buy things when we're naked. Another one is because we can be lazy. We don't have to drive anywhere. It can just be delivered to our house. But one of the best reasons that we like Amazon is because when we go and order that, we can also see what people are talking about. We can see what people have said. And that's number four is the social proofing, the ratings and the reviews, which can really add a lot of weight. Now, ratings and reviews by themselves don't trigger podcast algorithms like the other four do, but they really do help if the person has listened to the episode. If you just get your mom to say, this is my son, he's a good guy, listen to him. Or I met this person, this girl at a conference, she knows what she's talking about, listen to her podcast. Those ratings and reviews are not going to be benefiting you because Apple or whomever knows that they weren't authentic. And then the fifth one is that the person, the listener comes back and keeps downloading and keeps listening. So we do that, especially with the private message campaign, with the paid ads, which is the last service that we're talking about. We do all five by letting people know. Eventually we tell them about the podcast. We ask them what they thought about the podcast. If they say something nice, we say you should copy and paste that and just leaving it, leave it as a rating review for his show. And then later on, when Tom Fox, our client, drops another episode that's really good, 
will go back to those private messages and say, oh, did you hear Tom's last episode? That was fire. Adam Adams was on talking about all of the algorithms and how to hack them and how to get your podcast ranked. And you should check it out. And then they'll say, I'll check it out. So that's how we get the five things. Subscribe, download, listen, rate and review, and come back. Do you have a typical client or or do you have an, any large corporate clients who might want an internal podcast? There's, there is actually a couple clients that we have that have what they call internal podcasts. The majority of our podcast clients are people that are coaches, mentors. They, they might do consulting. They might be an attorney, a real estate coach, a real estate investment coach, somebody who helps real estate agents. There a lot of, what is that company called that, that, EXP, a lot of EXP agents because they can put people in their downline or underneath them and get money off of them and everybody else. And for clients like that, those are the main people because they can end up making millions of dollars. Like literally, I've made over a million from my podcast, my new podcast, the podcast on podcasting. And that's the same with some of these clients. They can make a million bucks or they can make hundreds of thousands a year because they are in front of more people. So not a lot of internal that I think we've only had a couple in the past one right now. And, but the biggest percentage of our people are usually charging 20 grand to coach somebody or 30 grand or 40 or 50 grand to coach somebody for six months or a year. So Adam, unfortunately we're near the end of our time for this episode, but before we leave, I wanted to ask if our listeners wanted any more information on yourself, your services, or really anything we've talked about would be the best place or places for them to go. I would say the podcast on podcasting is a good resource where every other episode is a solo and op the opposite is an interview episode. So there's a lot of learning and growing there and it's all free. So it's called the podcast on podcasting, or if someone did want to connect with me and maybe have a discovery call about working together, just go to growyourshow.com and click the button that says book a call. Well, Adam, I wanted to thank you for taking the time to visit with me. I have two criteria for a successful podcast. Number one, how much did I learn? Number two, how much fun did I have? And you scored 11 on both. So kudos. I hope uh, we can continue this conversation. Thank you. This is Tom Fox again. If you've enjoyed this podcast, I hope you will subscribe, rate, and review this podcast wherever you listen to great podcasts. If you have a podcast and would like to be on my podcast on podcasting, please give me a shout at tfox at tfoxlaw.com. Obviously, I had a lot of fun and learned a lot from this podcast, and I hope you did as well. I look forward to visiting with you on my latest podcast entitled Box on Podcasting. Thanks so much.